I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jared Hayes. Oh, superstar, superhuman. Collie Montelite. The speed of the bullet. He hits it. We had some flashbacks the other day. I had, I believe it was the 1992 big league out, reading through some articles here. And I thought today I'd throw back to the uh, the annual review from 2009 that the big league used to bring out. Um, and I'm going to go through the team of the year for the Toyota Cup. So this is, of course, the under-20s. And it's amazing looking back here, 2009, this was, what, 11 years ago now. Uh, a lot of these careers have come and gone. A few are still going on now. And some real stars of our game. So I'm going to go through this. There's a little caption below each name that I'll read to you uh, and then just give my opinion on the player and sort of my memories of them, what, what, what they've done since. And, of course, like these little articles I'm reading to you, it's only a few sentences for each player, but these are, of course, written in 2009. So it's interesting to see where these guys have gone from here. So fullback, we've got Malcolm Webster from South Sydney. It says, a lightweight fullback in the Preston Campbell mould. Webster has ignited the Rabbitohs Toyota Cup outfit with his speed and agility. The 19-year-old is contracted to the Rabbitohs until the end of the 2010 season. And Malcolm Webster, he was an absolute superstar as a young bloke. There were so many South Sydney fans that pinned so many hopes on this poor bastard. Um, didn't quite kick on like we expected him to. I think that this Toyota Cup competition was much more suited to smaller bodies than what the NRL was. It was a really hard transition for a lot of guys that came through the Toyota Cup that were carving it up down there that were smaller bodies, quicker bodies, that then got the NRL playing against men. And, geez, it was a, it, this is a big reason why the Toyota Cup failed because there was no defense down there. You could have a game that was 42 to 40, and that would happen three times a week. It was just unreal. Um, the teams that could defend, they were always good until you played the Warriors, who just had too many young guns in their side. So Malcolm Webster never quite, quite kicked on like we had hoped. But him him this season, his early few years, he was a superstar, no doubt about it. On the wing, Joe Vickery from the St. George Illawarra Dragons, born Born in England, Vickery took up league as a 16-year-old after playing soccer on the New South Wales South Coast. He learned the finer points of the game in Illawarra, being identified by Cronulla in 2007. He was snapped up by the Dragons by the Dragons 2000, in 2008 and has become a prolific try scorer on the flank over the past two seasons. Joe Vickery, I don't remember much of Joe Vickery. I do remember he went to England. I'm not really sure what happened to him after that, to be honest with you, but... 
Geez, 2009, 2010, around this mark, it's a tough time to be a Dragons winger. They had Nightingale, they had Brett Morris, very tough. Centres, they had Matt Cooper, Mark Gasnier. Wouldn't have been many opportunities there for the young bloke. In the centre, we've got Junior Vivi from South Sydney, another star. Vivi made a mighty impression in his first season of Toyota Cup football in 2009. Vivi played junior football in Goodna, west of Brisbane, and finished the 09 season with the most clean breaks of any player in the Toyota Cup. Vivi was rewarded for his efforts late in the season with three NRL appearances. Vivi, another guy that I remember, along with Malcolm Webster, he was simply incredible back then. Another one that his career didn't quite kick on like we expected. I think he went to England. I think he went around the world a little bit. Um, and then he was playing in the Illawarra a couple of years ago. I know that. I'm not really sure where Vivi's ended up. I can see uh, he was playing rugby union overseas in 2019, but I really don't know enough to comment. But another guy that in Toyota Cup, he was just unstoppable. Him and Malcolm Webster in that bunny side, they were incredible. Uh, the other center is a guy that... Mate, I, how this bloke didn't make it, I still, I still baffles me. Uh, Licky Licky, you will remember this guy. Uh, was expected to blossom with the Warriors Toyota Cup squad in 2008, but failed to live up to expectations. After a year in the wilderness, the 19-year-old worked hard through the 08-09 off-season and enjoyed a strong season in 2009. He tasted NRL late in the year and represented Tonga against New Zealand and in the Pacific Cup. Now, this guy, he was an absolute superstar. He was unstoppable in this Toyota Cup competition. He's the guy that you will remember. There's a highlight of him. He's about to score a try against the South Sydney side in Toyota Cup, and someone comes up behind him and knocks the ball out of his hand while he's celebrating. I can see the guy. He's in management now. I can't remember the name of him. Um, I'll come back to that. But he's, he was well-known for this clip. Some of the stuff he was able to do was unbelievable, but another guy, he just wasn't able to make that transition to first grade. So... Of our first four guys, they're four guys that I would say didn't make the transition. It's going to change as we get further into this team, though. There's a couple of stars coming your way. On the wing, we had Drury Lowe. Of course, played a number of games for Canberra. He was with Canberra at this point. New Zealand-born, but attended high school in Melbourne. Lowe was spotted by Paul Bramley, his junior coach in Melbourne, who went on to coach South Logans to a Queensland Cup title in 2008. Lowe was a try-scorer in Canberra's Toyota Cup Grand Final win in 2008. Um, Drury Lowe, he went on to play a bit of first grade from memory. Another guy that I don't have a huge memory of. I'm just typing up now to see how much footy Drury Lowe actually played. Uh, obviously, I remember him playing at Canberra. I got a feeling he might have been up in Queensland somewhere for a while. So, 2010 played two games at Canberra. Then he was with the Bulldogs, 13 to 14, and I think he's been up in Queensland Cup for a number of years after that. Just another example of how hard it is to make this transition from the junior grades to first grade. It's a huge jump. All these, this entire back five have superstars at Toyota Cup, but none of them really kicked on to first grade. It makes it tough and a good little lesson for. You know, anyone that's 16, 17, 18, that's not making rep teams, that's not making Harold Matt's sides, here you are with the five best young players in, in the Toyota Cup in the outside backs. None of them have really made a career out of it. Very interesting. 5'8", Robert Louis from the West Tigers. Tim Sheens made one of the boldest selection decisions of the season to throw unheralded Louis into the NRL for a crucial round 23 clash against Cronulla. The 19-year-old impressed in three top-grade appearances before returning to the Toyota Cup as the Tigers made their finals charge. Uh, Robert Louis, I do remember him playing for the Tigers this season. I believe they played 
Mm, no, actually, I'm not. I'm not confident enough to make that call. But I remember he was there on Grand Final day. Robert Louis. He looked the same age now as he did then. He was a very mature seven, a uh, very smart footballer. Obviously, went on to play for the Tigers, for the Cowboys, then went over to England. I do believe he's still playing over there. A really crafty seven. He could just do uh, j- just about anything on the field. Robert Louis is a guy that I always liked from memory. I think he got himself into a little bit of Barney Rubble off the field, uh, and I think that's how he's wound up over there, but I'm not exactly sure. Now, the halfback, and this man was the Toyota Cup Player of the Year, and he was unbelievable in 2009. His name's Bo Henry, Toyota Cup Player of the Year. It says, a major contributor to the Dragons' climb to second on the Toyota Cup ladder in 2009. A 19-year-old Henry was persuaded to re-sign with the Dragons by coach Wayne Bennett after he was poised to join the Cowboys. Henry boasts an impressive array of talents and kicked twice as many 40-20s as any other player in either NRL or Toyota Cup competitions in 2009. This guy was unbelievable back then. It is another just unbelievable, another one that Bo Henry didn't kick on. He was a guy that just had so much ability, it was ridiculous. And for Wayne Bennett to go to the efforts to try and keep him at the club and for him not to kick on, absolutely devastating. Look, he ended up going to the Newcastle Knights in 2011. Um, I think he played seven or eight games there, not much. He went to the Gold Coast Titans for a couple of years, played a handful of games there. In 2009, he was a could-not-miss talent. And this is what I'm saying to a lot of young guys out there, young guys and girls, that there might be superstars around you making rep teams, doing all this, but that transition into the top grade, it's completely different. This guy, at the time, you would have said he's going to play 200 first-grade games. I think he played about 20. Now, it's hard to get a read on these guys once you get into the top grade, but Bo Henry that season, he was unbelievable. Okay, now we're getting interesting. In the front row, Jesse Bromwich from Melbourne. A prominent figure in the Storm's Toyota Cup success, Bromish boasts a powerful 106 kilograms, 193 centimetre frame, and is adept as a ball player as well as a battering ram. Bromwich arrived at the Storm from Auckland and was joined by younger brother Kenny at Melbourne in 2009. So Jesse obviously gone on to have an unbelievable career, uh, a number of cuts in New Zealand, Kiwis, a number of premierships of the Melbourne Storm. He's now the co-captain of Melbourne, which is pretty impressive. Jesse Bromwich, a guy that I've got a lot of time for. Absolutely love Jesse Bromwich. Well-deserved spot in this side. The hook is really interesting. This is a guy that I always liked. He could just never find a home in the NRL. I remember him going up to play for the Indigenous All-Stars one year. I was on the same plane as him, and he absolutely killed it up there, and you thought, geez, this could be the start of something. But Travis Waddell never quite found a home in the NRL, unfortunately. Born and raised in North Queensland, um, Waddell made his mark with the Raiders Toyota Cup team in 2008 and shared the club's historic premiership win. A scheming dummy half, a scheming dummy half Waddell appeared in 10 top-grade games for Canberra. Um, I believe he ended up in Brisbane. He sort of... He went all around the place with Dell, and as I said, he just never found a home, but a guy that was extremely talented without a doubt. Okay, they've picked some cracking front rowers here. We had Jesse Bromwich. The other front rower is, of course, Trent Merrin from the Dragons. Merrin follows an impressive line of front rowers emerging from the New South Wales South Coast over the past decade and earned a taste of the NRL in three 2009 appearances. The Shell Harbour Junior was named the Dragons Toyota Cup Player of the Year for 2009 and continued his impressive form as the young Dragons stormed up the ladder. Uh, Of course, Trent Merrin a year later was part of the Dragons team to win the 2010 Premiership, played a number of years at St. George, went to Penrith and then ended up going over to England for a couple of years, playing with the Leeds Rhinos. He's now returned to the Dragons, so 11 years later he's back at the St. George Illawarra Dragons. 
Hasn't quite returned as we hoped he would, uh, but we're hoping to see some of his best form soon. When he was at the Dragons, he was unbelievable, Trent Marin. Uh, another super coach gun that we all loved. Hopefully we see him get back to his very best. Gee whiz, two handy second rowers here as well. The first one out of Manly. A lot of people would probably forget this guy was at Manly before the Roosters. Jared Waria Hargraves. Waria Hargraves gave a series of eye-catching displays for the Seagulls at NRL level and also for the Kiwis during the Four Nations. He ignored the big reputations in the Australian forward pack to pull off a succession of crunching tackles. The Roosters in 2010, but it is likely to go down as one of the Toyota Cup's most outstanding graduates. And without a doubt he is. I think he's gone on to win... One, two, three premierships with the Sydney Roosters after leaving there. Uh, we all know that when he's not playing, the Dragons, they, they, sorry, the Roosters, they struggle to win games of footy. He's so important to this side. For me, Radley, he's probably the most underrated guy. I think people appreciate him, but they still want to call him soft or they still want to call him a thug or whatever. The Roosters need this guy to be successful. They've proven that over a long period of time. The other second row is a man that I had on this podcast a couple of months ago. Champion fella, great story in rugby league. Very down to earth, very honest, which I appreciated a lot, was, of course, Jake Marketo from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Obviously, best mates with Trent Marin, too, so they would have played together in these under-20 sides and then made the team of the year. Pretty impressive, pretty cool to be best mates and do that together. Jake has been an integral member of the Dragons' Toyota Cup squad. Um... A second rower, Marketo benefited from an off-season training with the NRL squad and is expected to challenge for a top-grade position in 2010. Uh, Jake Marketo, he was pretty honest with me back then. He was pretty wild. He was pretty loose. Uh, I think he had a couple of run-ins with Wayne Bennett here and there. Wayne Bennett always backed him, but he probably didn't do himself any favours when he first came into rugby league, carrying on a little bit. Uh, he's a bit more mature now and, and can look back at that and and respect the decisions that some some coaches made on him back then. But a champion bloke, Jake Marketo, ended up having a great career, a couple of clubs. Uh, he's playing Queensland Cup. He's not playing this year. He played last year, so he's sort of moving to life after footy. He's doing really well for himself up there. Uh, the lock forward is Jamie Bura from the Manly Seagulls. Bura has been a member of the Seagulls Toyota Cup squad for the past two seasons. The 20-year-old played in the Eels, title-winning SG Ball team of 2007, and captain Patrician Brothers Blacktown to the Arrival Live Cup the same season. Jamie Bura obviously went on to have a fantastic career at Manly. Made his origin debut one year. I think they... Did they pick him at hooker or off the bench? It sort of came from nowhere, and he wasn't utilized overly well. But another one of these locker room guys, everyone that plays with Jamie Bura absolutely loves him. Uh, very down-to-earth fella from what I've gathered. Quite quiet until you get to know him from what I've gathered. Um, but, yeah, really solid footballer. Went, went on to have a great career at Manly. Did some really special things. Okay, interchange bench, and this is star-studded, this interchange bench. It's not your normal sort of bench that you'd pick for a side. I think it's probably the four guys, the four next best players that missed out. Number one, Kieran Foran from the Manly Seagulls. 5'8", the forward impressed in nine NRL appearances in 2009 to the extent that he was called into the Kiwi squad for the end of Four Nations Tour. Kieran Foran has obviously returned to Manly this year, which is sensational seeing back. Those first few years were unbelievable from Kieran Foran. He was just on fire. For me, Foran, he sort of did revolutionise the game to some extent. He was the first he, he was the first two-man ball player to really straighten up the line. He was an absolute master of it, and you know, you see guys like Luke Keary, Michael Morgan, especially those two guys now, how straight and hard they go at the line and how they, you know, they know the importance of an early release of a football. And Kieran Foran, he was the first guy to really start this trend. Tough as nails, and it's probably the reason why his body has coped to struggle with it over the last few years because he just plays so direct, so hard. He only gives you the football if you're in a better position than him. He's like Dylan Brown. He's not afraid to get whacked if he needs to, if it's the best thing for a team. And 
Kieran Foran, an absolute champion. He would, of course, two years later go on to win the Premiership with the Manly Seagulls in 2011 in his first few seasons. Partnered by this man who was also on the bench of the Team of the Year, Toyota Cup 2009, Daly Cherry Evans. Goal-kicking halfback Cherry Evans linked with the Seagulls Toyota Cup squad in 2008 and is a strong competitor with a good all-round game. He was a key factor in Manly's rise to the Toyota Cup minor premiership in 2009. DCE, of course, gone on to do absolutely everything in our game. He's won a premiership. Uh, he's been to a grand final. He's won a Clive Churchill medal. Uh, he had the debacle with joining the Titans, staying at Manly. I think he probably made the best decision for himself there. Um, he's now Queensland Origin captain. He's the Australian halfback. He has done absolutely everything in our game, DCE. A fantastic leader. Um, you know, he's, all, he's always been a bit of a polarizing character, but... You know, outside of a handful of little things you've heard, I mean, everyone just praises DCE. He sounds like a good teammate to have. He did have issues at the start of his career with that older generation of manly boys. You know, your Glenn Stewart, your Brett Stewart, these sort of guys. But the the, the game has always been changing. And, I mean, I, I don't agree with everything that, that was said during that saga, but the game is changing and we, and we have to accept that. I think DCE, his career has been simply unbelievable. Now, the last two men on the bench here, I'll start with Gareth Widdop. Another man that made this side from the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Yorkshire-born Widdop was the Storm's match winner in the Toyota Cup Grand Final, and the fullback has a similar style of play to his NRL club mate, Billy Slater. One to watch. Without a doubt, was he one to watch? He would go on to win a premiership with the Melbourne Storm, playing 5-8. He would then make his move to the Dragons eventually and play some unbelievable football as an individual for a couple of years there. I've sort of said that, for me, that Dragons team, that was similar to... The Knights and Joey, the Roosters and Freddie, the Dragons and Widdop. When they didn't have Widdop, that team was an absolute shit storm. When he was in there, they were a champion side. They were sensational for periods of the season. They, they, they never managed to finish it off. But I thought Widdop as an individual, he was unbelievable. And quite often, when this Dragons team did really well, then they fell off a cliff. It was often because Gareth Widdop was injured. I love Widdop. I think he's a fantastic player. I think it's an absolute travesty that he's not back in the NRL this year. It shocked me. And the last man here is a guy that I spoke about the other day to Bryson Goodwin, uh, one of his former teammates, Joel Romolo. So he was at the Penrith Panthers at this point. Um, Darwin-born Romolo has played two seasons of Toyota Cup and is impressed with his dummy half work for the Panthers. NRL coach Matt Elliott offered him three top-grade games in 2009. As I said I, I, a couple of days ago when I was talking to Bryson Goodwin, I played touch against this guy one night. He was a champion fella. Very skillful. His passes were unbelievable that night. I, I know it's touched to NRL, but when he did play NRL, I think he played Penrith, Canterbury, and I think he had some time in the Storm system. Did really well. Uh, but another one that it shows, you know, he showed a heap of talent, but it is very hard to kick on in first grade when you come in from these other competitions. A guy that would have absolutely dominated this Toyota Cup, I have no doubt about it. A lot of talent, but wasn't able to kick on with it. Really enjoy going through this side. I've got a couple of others here that I'll be able to go through over the next few weeks and have a look at these Toyota Cup teams. Always good to go back and look at where players ended up and which of them became absolute greats. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 